trade services, Lavazi and Book1.co.uk present the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast, episode 400, sorry, 550. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Me. We're back in time back a bit there, didn't we? It's quite appropriate for a time-travelling uh, podcast. I'm Adam, and Bleak. that's the sound of a splatting noise. Bleak. Um <laughs> And here's Debbie Melrose. Fresh acid, you wouldn't have a finger. Mary Lang. Behold a cockerel. I love a cockerel. <laughs> Kirby Bartlett Sloan. They've reversed the jelly baby of the neutron flow. Ah, that's a good one. I, thought, well, I should have picked up that one. Boy. Oh, yeah. or, or that... Uh, daddy, is Daddy there? That one, because that he wasn't very good, was he? Um, anyway, we'll talk about him later. He wasn't very good. I don't think he was very good acting towards a camera. He was all right when, when he can interact with the actual actor later on in the story. But anyway, I suppose we should get on with the show. Today we're going to be talking about uh, The Rebel Flash and Almost People. I forgot the title when I wrote the uh, the preview on on the thingy of the video doodah um so it just says the the gangers episodes uh but yes it is uh, <laughs> rebel flesh and almost people almost you know, doctors there is a in database fact. that you could have looked up wh- what the names were i could have but i, I was rushing around <laughs> trying to get the <laughs> you're I, just politely saying do your research and you? i've got to do my um i've got to get me prior i see i think i haven't done the priority jingles folder uh, which is here somewhere just talk about yourselves from oh shall I play some incidental music oh I can't because they're in my priority jingles folder which is where I'm going now where did you put it this time where is it it's where it always is in the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast folder the official folder which lives but on my iCloud it always seems to move it never moves <laughs> yes, it's, always it in the I, it's always in the iCloud because it's the safest place for all the podcast stuff it's where every single file from day one this is where it gets fun, doesn't it? Before I get, where I get, you've managed to uh, sort of get me not sidetracked with it. You, uh, uh, oh, give me a number between one and five hundred and fifty, Kirby. Five hundred and fifty. All right, I, should have, I knew I should have asked Debbie. Debbie, give me a number between one and five hundred and fifty. Seventy-two. That's a good number. Five hundred and fifty is between one and five hundred and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been a bit tricky as we haven't actually recorded that that episode. Oh, Kirby. Well, why offer it? Yeah. Well, I thought he might use a bit of common sense, but uh, never mind. I uh, didn't know what you needed it for. Uh, to have a bit of fun. All right, it's always got a little. Oh, here we go. Uh, it says this is it says Ian uh, August twenty two MP three. Oh, it's episode. I'm ta- it, the clouds episode. Hang on, I'm just going to click on this. We will start the show in a minute, but yeah, I've just gone. <laughs> Got off on a little bit of a tangent. Anyway, I just, I'm just curious as to what comes up when I press the play button. Wednesday, I think, and then Thursday and Friday off. I've actually got a printout of what you wrote, uh, typed yeah. in, Kirby. Okay. Um, I, I, this, I didn't take I any notes, so I um, took that as my notes for the episode. <laughs> oh, that nice. That was Robert. Sounding Yay. quite different, actually. He's uh, obviously wide awake uh, <laughs> during that particular recording. Anyway, I was trying to find my priority Once. jingles folder, but uh, yeah, I got distracted. Um, oh, here it is. That's the jingles and effects. And inside the jingles and effects folder, 
Oh, for God's sake, at some point today is priority jingles. There's all sorts of stuff here. I'll click on something random and see what happens. Oh, there it is. Priority jingles. That's hilarious. Um, One of my favourites. <laughs> right, so. Um, I forgot what I was going to do. I got, oh, here we are. I'm, I'm undistracted now. I'm back to where I should have been. If it weren't for Lillian, I would have started doing this about quarter past seven to get myself sorted out. But again, I didn't want to You've incur. You've managed to make, make her wait about I didn't want to incur the wrath of, of Lillian. And we can now, before we start the episode, go through the stuff coming through on the live feed, which you can watch uh, on Sundays when we're recording uh, on the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast Facebook group, which you can join. People may have noticed that last week's episode went out about an hour ago because I forgot to, I forgot to publish <laughs> yeah, we it. Saw that. Deb said, <laughs> yeah, you published the episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I updated the, um, the database. Right, so... <clears throat> Lily Roman says hi. Uh, Terry Marr says hi, everybody. Tim Drury says hi, everyone. Just uh, got back from visiting my brother in hospital. He had a heart attack last weekend. Um, sorry to hear that, Tim, but we will have to play this because it's obligatory. And, of course, we hope your brother feels well soon. Lily Roman says, sorry to hear about that, Tim. And then, is he getting better? And then a question mark and then... You need to play... T- oh, for God's sake, Lillian. Lillian's a female version of you, isn't she, Kirby? <laughs> You've been funny so far. You've been funny so far. What do you mean, so far? I'm always bloody funny. Right then. And the rebel flesh begins with... There's more, oh, more, more. Oh, it was me. Oh, I've got them on Apple TV, so it's not... Uh, oh, we're actually doing a scroll now. Uh, uh, Tracy Island uh, approaches um, <laughs> with a very good uh, drone shot uh, of the approach to Tracy Island. And uh, then we get some what, shots. What, of... what, uh, what do you mean? Tra- where is Tracy Island? Beg your pardon? That's, that's Carefilly Castle. Uh, CGI onto an island. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to capture that sound, Debbie. What is Tracy Island? (laughs) What is Tracy Island? Can any of our listeners believe what Kirby's just said? What is Tracy Island? You don't understand. Google Tracy Island. I'll allow you this one, Kirby. Google Tracy Island. Uh, Anyway, you'll do it now. Yeah, good. I won't get to the end of the episode. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he uh, spelled different ways. Oh, it? come on, Adam! You know he can't take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> what did I send about my stress levels? Um, <laughs> <laughs> off yeah. air, off air, of oh, course, listeners. Okay. What? Yes. I, I watched that show uh, when I was little. I think it's more than just a show. Kirby. I think there's several life. feature films and stuff that's been made off the back of I haven't the seen any, even though I'm a fan of uh, Jerry Anderson of, of Jerry Anderson, obviously I was watching um, UFO a couple of weeks ago Yeah. I, I did not remember that Tracy Island was so you didn't watch, that and you didn't watch Blue Peter they didn't watch Blue Peter in the, in the uh, noughties then <clears throat> Well, it's completely over my head. Thank you, Mary. I'll accept that. 
I wouldn't expect you I'm to know quite, what Tracy actually, Island was. Adam, I think the Americans didn't have it thrust down their throats like we did every it's, Saturday it's morning. It's ultra geek. On all the time, as was um, Terra Hawks and Captain Scarlet, like I, constantly, along with Land of the Giants and some other '60s brilliance. Was I was watching the watching it uh, all through the '60s, but and I loved it. I don't think I'm not was sure there's the any the way of, of watching the old ones, and I, mm. I've heard there's there's a good ones, documentary but... on the, on netflix prime as well about my uh, player had a good the, one uh, Mar- mary, the, mary mary we're talking we're talking about uh the jerry anderson super marionation uh shows thunderbirds which i never saw yes okay back to doctor who right then so the 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 um this crew of people are messing around in this pot and on the slightest tap, so this 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 ganger who fell in um, <laughs> must have been um, should have been a, like a Premier League footballer because the slightest <laughs> tap, Thanks and they were in no. the thing. Oh God. anyway, but obviously it started I'm off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just carries on. <laughs> now the thing about this scene is it, it gives the impression that, that the rest of the story is going to be quite light-hearted because that is quite. A funny, funny sort of comedic <laughs> scene. I'm, I don't think it's meant to be funny, Adam. But it is, know. though. The way so, oh, and he starts melting, and he's not obviously not bothered about it, uh, the fact that he's melting at that stage. Um, and then the title sequence, blah, 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 Matt Smith, uh, Arthur Darville, and uh, Rory's playing darts in the TARDIS with uh, his missus. Uh, the doctors... Yeah, like all the, all the uh, clothing scattered around on the railings and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the doctor's looking, looking at the positive-negative um, readouts of uh, Amy's pregnancy. And then there's a bit of a bumpy ride, and uh, eventually they land on Tracy Island. Uh, the doctor notices there's a sort of... Uh, well, Master, I, go- was, I was doing a lot of research just because it's, it was fascinating about Carefilly Castle. Have you been I'm there? I'm glad you find that. Yes, I haven't been there, no, but I have watched several um, uh, archaeological and history-based programmes which feature Carefilly Castle, um, and also, obviously, about the Tudors and all that malarkey, of which, as you well know, I'm, I'm related to. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm related. I that intro. Uh, Hello, Ben. Run for the hills. We're doing heritage to oh, God, we're not, are we? Do you know oh, what? I found out yes. once. Yes. Everyone in the world is related to Adam. And yes, that's correct. Say that, and then we never have to. I'm going it to again. set up a club. Anybody can prove they're related to me, apart from the royal family and and Prince Harry and stuff. Uh, not not um, the Duchess of Sussex. She isn't related to me only by marriage. Okay, let's set aside five more minutes what? for uh, him to go off and do. No, no. I just wanted to find Ben. To. Ben, so if, you, if you start this club, Adam, yeah. are you expecting many members? He's on t-shirts. <laughs> I'm yeah, why not? The why not? It's like the, the original Adam, who is... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, I, I'm pretty sure if I look back through the rules of the history of the show, you're not allowed to be too cheeky. And that really did go over the boundaries oh, of cheek. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, ben, were you, on, were you listening in to the bit where Kirby that said he didn't know what Tracy happened. Island was? No. Okay. Kirby but doesn't... I, but I'm, I'm not surprised, but I'm also shocked. <laughs> Talking of Tracy Island, um, yeah, so they <laughs> arrive. She was, at... she was a lovely girl. I went to school with her. 
Yeah, um, talking of Tracy Island, they arrive on Tracy Island, which is Caffili Castle, like you said. Oh, yes, we could go bang off about the, the um, history of Caffili Castle and, and stuff, which is fascinating. There's plenty of programmes, well, especially... And most of them, hang on, uh, let me finish my sentence. And most of them are hosted by Alice, what's her name? Dr. Alice, uh, what's her name, Deb? Uh, Dr. Alice... Amanda Cravey, I don't know. Dr. Uh, Alice Roberts, she's... Dr. Alice because they just started a new series, Digging in, Brit- Digging in Britain, haven't they? Which is fun. Yeah, we, we've been starting to watch that. It's fantastic. They do digs all summer, mm. and then they make the programme afterwards, and we get Love it in the spring. <laughs> Love yeah. it. They do, they do digs all summer, and then they forget about them, and in the winter, they all fill in with water. Yes, they do indeed. <laughs> that's the archae- that's archaeology for you. Anyway. Master, um, master, master. master, master. Yes. They, they used not only Carfilly Castle, that's where most of the scenes were, but that extremely long corridor, uh, like the one Jennifer comes running down as when she's transformed. Also, it's from the very first scene. That's in Cardiff Castle. It's brilliant. Then, Thank you very much. We haven't been there either. Castle. I've seen it when I used to skive off school and I was walking around Cardiff. Wait, are you telling me that they moved around? <laughs> they used different... The different sets, yeah, and locations. Yeah. Wow. Are you telling me there's more than one castle in Wales? Yeah. Um, really? Hang on, hang on. That's Mary's sarcasmometer's going off. It's going to be hitting the back end over the. <laughs> be breaking that <laughs> cheek and sarcasm. Car- Carfieldy Castle's the, the second largest castle in Britain. What? Just after Windsor Castle. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, I'd like to go there, but it's in Wales, so I have to go a long way. So anyway, they're at this. They're at um, uh, Tracy Island, and um, there's a funny scene in which um, the doctors they're poking around, and there's a, like this pipe which Rory touches, and the doctor says, "Acid." Yeah, if they start this so lightly. Yeah, which I like. I like the way they, you, you know, you, you, you don't know what's happening in the story. They start off with these little slightly comedic scenes, the banter between them all, and uh, they go in, and then the doctor uses his um, psychic pad thing to pretend he's somebody paper, else like paper yeah and um as i just thought that the scene as they walked in you know the scottish bloke he comes comes in sort of brandishing what? this stick thing do you mean <laughs> Mac- do you mean Macbeth, the scottish bloke he <laughs> probably has played Macbeth, best to be fair. Play, yes. yeah. sorry my bad my bad oh, potato <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and of course there's these people are in um in the their little um uh, Borg booth thingies with our graphics <laughs> and stuff. Um, while the gangers are going around brandishing sticks and things. Um, so they have a little look around. The doctors finds this sort of tank which looks like a tank of cream and starts. Uh, it's the fondant from cream eggs. Yes, yeah, so he, oh, he starts. He starts. They should release that in a jar by itself so you can spread it on toast. He starts sort of oh. getting um, feelings from it that, there, that there's it's got a consciousness or something like that, and uh, he's sort of drawn into putting his hand in it um, as well. Right. And then master, Rory, master, 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 master. No, it's not in this episode. Although it would have been quite. You know, good. you know, he already knew about the flesh. Yes, I know that. But when at See, this stage this of the story, delivery. we didn't know this. Can you no, tell him but... off, please, Deb? Would it? Really? Quit it. The same as oh, no, I've called this episode 450 live on the on the live feed. Oh, can I edit that? No. Hang on, see if I can edit it. <laughs> oh, I think I can. Oh. I have edited that, that's all right. Um, sorry, Mary, I'm not, I'm, I do apologise, I got distracted then. Where do we get up to? Oh, yeah. That's my um, job, oh, yeah. is to distract you. 
Dipping, dipping, dipping fingers into Yeah, that's it. Oh, fortunately, the doctor didn't lick oh. his fingers. That would have been another thing altogether. Um, well, and then your fingers are clean. Then we meet the, that northern bird. What's her name again? Northern one. Um, I can't remember her name now. The one I that uh, Rory almost goes off with. Gets slightly... Probably something like Brenda. Should we call her Brenda? Jennifer. Jennifer yeah. Rory gets a little bit too into her to be fair and uh, i'm oh, surprised yeah. that amy oh, didn't okay. go up <clears throat> I, obviously we knew it wasn't a real amy at the end but um that amy didn't go up the wall yeah that um, surprised me because he was so obviously flirting with jennifer yeah he was really was going a little I bit was too really cross for amy actually yeah. until yeah. you knew yeah. the, the she, was, she was too busy having contractions well, it's the way. It's the only way they could stretch the story out is to yeah. have these two running around together. So anyway, um, they're shown what happens when one of these people gets into the Borg um, arch thingies that creates a, a doppelganger of uh, whoever's in it, and uh, the doppelganger. It's like an avatar, isn't it? Really. So they they're quite safe. They use the the doppelgangers to do their dirty work and the dangerous stuff, and uh, um, but. What was that funny noise? Did they so, feel the death? Ooh, that was that? me. Oh, okay. Um, sorry, I Deb, what did you say? Do they feel the death? They don't, do they? That's why they're so blasé about it. Yeah. Mm. Who doesn't feel the death? The the gangers or the um. The controller, yeah, yeah the ganger. Mm. No, neither of them do well, really. The, the humans. The humans. Um, but at the I mean. earlier stage, the gangers, the... As Jennifer said she does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but Jennifer's a liar. But anyway, the, 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 there's a danger of... Is it like a solar flare thingy that's uh, coming to get them? They've had one already and there's a second coming. Yeah, so they, they have there's to... There's a talk. second coming? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so the doctor is trying to set up a, like a protection against this um, this solar flare. But anyway, what actually happens, the solar flare thing strikes and it does something to the, the bath of uh, cream. Um, it's and life. Yeah. Yes, it makes them a, gives them a bit, of a bit of an attitude, shall we say, uh, and also a, a bit of a the, you know that that separates them into a, a new species, if you like, and they and uh, they they like always happens in these sort of things. They want to be a new species, a bit like Data from Star Trek: The Next Generation wanted to be a, uh, obviously like Pinocchio thing. Is it wanted to be a real boy? Um, and he wanted his nose to grow when he lied. That would have been <laughs> yeah. No, I'd like to wish that on people. Yeah. Um, then everybody would have a big nose, wouldn't they, at some point? Um, Talk right, to so, yourself, lie, And then lie, there was a bit of padding. <laughs> bit of padding where we um, where they started getting a bit aggressive, uh, the ganger. There's more than a bit of padding. Why does it story. sound like someone's grating pepper? Because I'm grating pepper. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, so anyway, so, that, so from this point on, there's a bit of an issue. The, the gangers want... Um, um, to ha- have a life, and I've, I've got we... some oregano if you want that ground as well. No, thank you. <laughs> and um, sorry, I'm, I'm working my start, second job. We in start the getting confused as to who's who's real and who's gangers and stuff like that. Uh, and Rory just flirts big time with Jennifer. Um, there's a real funny I don't scene. Get um, why I'm, he's doing that? When I he's, really he, don't. When he's in the toilet with her, and um, she sort of feels a bit. Yucky goes into the toilet and her head comes out of the hole of the toilet door. Why the toilet door's got a hole in it? Because that's a bit creepy in itself. Uh, and then snakes around the corner. The graphic actually looking at it was a bit ropey, but um, 
I, I, I'm not not really bothered about that now because it is back in the day, you know. The TARDIS starts sinking into the acid, uh, which is probably a good idea because they, if they what well, if it hadn't done, they could have just jumped in it and gone, and we, that would have been. The, and some people might say that would have been better if they could have gone and just left the episode here, uh, so as we didn't have to have a oh, second episode. Everything sinking into it. Well, oh, the, yeah. the Doctor was trying to get them to the TARDIS, and it, it sunk. Unfortunately, it went underneath. <laughs> And then, of course, while Amy's skulking around the, the um, catacombs and whatever, uh, she sees um, Frances Barber, the, the, the eye patch yes. lady. Is that the actress? I can't yes, remember. yeah. Um, peeping through a hole and saying... Was that Dempsey or Makepeace? I can never no, remember. That's, that's Glynis Barber. Oh, the, sorry. <laughs> she was blimmin' nice, Glynis it, it, Barber. It, by this point, they were crediting her as eye patch lady. Oh, well, they, yeah, eye oh, patch lady. Because everyone was like, "Who's the eye patch lady?" What Dempsey or Makepeace? I'm lost. <laughs> anyway, the um, there's a mention now. of the Scottish bloke um, who um, has a son, and they, they obviously that's had some bearing later on in the story. They have to mention that he misses his son, um, and um, yeah, so it went on. They're all like talking to each other and trying to work each other out, and they're trying to sort of, in some ways they're trying to sort of assure the gangers that they they the gangers can live on and stuff like that but the the boss woman doesn't trust them at all and orders ganger jennifer who has got major attitude it's quite different from the real jennifer who's a, quite softy and quite nice the one that rory actually fancies uh, but ganger jennifer or one of them at least um is able to fool rory on a few occasions and then the episode ends this is episode one um the doctor um uh, meets his doppelganger and of course before is his face formed properly it's quite a cool look um i'm the doctor and uh, that's actually <laughs> the end of episode one episode oh blast oh no hang on where's my apple tv gone there it is episode two of the story which is called the almost people let me get there sorry wait 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 for kirby come on oh that's cricket wait cricket quit it no, maybe not. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm watching these off of uh, a DVD instead of whatever you're using. I'm using uh, Apple TV uh, files, what I own. And, oh, and something really irritating. I've oh, got yes. this on two different two different sets of DVDs. The original mm. uh, one, and then I've got an all-Matt Smith compilation set of DVDs. And on that all-Matt Smith compilation, it splits the story between two different DVDs, which is irritating. Sorry about that. Whereas the the original release did it properly. Sorry, Kirby. Uh, where are we going? Uh, oh, yeah, so we resume with the, with the um, doppelganger um, doctor trying to, um, you know, sort of settle down a bit. Uh, and that's where we get the, the, all the little references from the previous Doctors. I can actually sample some here because the scene is actually on the screen now. And bear in mind, I have um, an audio copyright uh, on this. So if anybody moans about it, I do have a license. Here we go. I reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. The flesh is struggling to cope with our past regenerations. Hold on. <laughs> Like a jelly baby. Which is really cool. And Kirby almost fainted when uh, that little sound bite was inserted to. Uh, but yes, was master, 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 master. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. There were rumors at the time that they had gotten uh, Tom to record that specifically because he was just starting to record uh, Big Finish when this was done. Mm -hmm. But 
that actually was taken directly from Robots of Death. Thank you, Kirby. Uh, yeah, so the title sequence, da 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 da. And. Oh, it's me, I can hear myself coming back. That's really weird. Yeah. And of course, then we have, once he's settled down, we have the two doctors um, talking to each other. It's quite quite nice and endearing and charming. And, and of course, one of the doctors, uh, after this little um, visit outside, has to take his shoes off. So it, the difference between the two was um, the shoes, basically. And, and then, of course, Amy was being a bit, what's the word for it? flippant and horrible to um to fake doctor uh, and not treating him very nice and the doctor noticed this and so did fake doctor uh, of course we we didn't really know which one's which to be fair at this stage but Master, while, what, yes my one one really irritating thing about this story is it's been established that the gangers are created with clothes on so how could the gangers switch Shoes well, which yeah. are part Kirby. of Kirby. Yeah, the clothes are created, but it doesn't mean you say you can't take them off, does it? <laughs> they're created by this fluid. It's just when they swap the shoes around, they're just flesh shoes, but they're still part of. They're still a, a, an entity on their own. I suppose they're living so shoes means, in that some ways. There's a uh, the doctor's pair of shoes walking yeah, around. Well, I would I would guess Kirby. Kirby, I would. And then if he destroys oh, those shoes, Christ. they'll have feelings. I would, <laughs> I would guess, you Kirby, have souls, Kirby, that when Go they on, when he got joke. back into the TARDIS, he probably thought, <laughs> I know, I'll change into another pair of shoes from this extensive wardrobe which has been featured in Doctor Who on several occasions. So I wouldn't worry too much about the shoe issue. I don't think that's... <laughs> anyway, so there oh, was a lot... Somebody please think of the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of sitting around going on with the gangers um, plotting to destroy the humans because they want to destroy them, and and so um, destroy our humans. That's a great game. While uh, the other doctors um, plot to um, save the day together, and um, I'm just going to. There's a lot of sitting around talking in, in, in this uh, episode. Actually. You find uh, that in TV programs. And, and um, yeah, da 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 da. <clears throat> So after sitting around and being scared of um, Mad Jennifer Ganger, because she seems to be the only real mad one, uh, and obviously that's the one that Rory seems to take a bit of a liking to, um, then yes, We're the, um, mad, the yeah. boss one calls in um, almost like an airstrike, isn't it, to come and wipe every all the gangers out. Um, now, was that real one? Or was it the real one, or was it the... Um actually called in the airstrike I, I couldn't work that no, out they that never stuff. called in an airstrike it wasn't an airstrike they were just calling calling the um, rescue rescue that's it to, to well, wipe it, out it the gangers real, it was the real captain the first time but then she got cut off when they uh, wanted the, the code word and then it was the fake one who actually yeah called yeah. him and knew the code word that's it yeah because um, and, but as they were walking around the corridors at some point later on in the story they find these sort of little puddles of sort of melting gangers uh, with their eyes open sort of um looking you know dead but Forlorn. alive a bit, like, a bit like yeah a bit like um, um some of the yes. some of the characters in, in torchwood miracle day when they were sort of dead but they were alive sort of thing there's also a shot of a puddle with a face in it uh, which oh, reminded yeah. me a little bit of cassandra uh, especially when the you know the mouth came through the puddle and the eyes opened um, it's quite creepy, but quite good. And of course, yeah, all these—it's basically a pile of sort of melting bodies in the corners. Very creepy. 
uh, but effective. So, where are we? How many minutes have I spent on this? So, eventually, when, when everything was going really badly, all the humans got locked in a room and the gangs were running around um, just, and sort of trying to escape and just leaving the humans to die. And Rory got totally taken in by, by fake Jennifer and she, he was, got dragged away going, sorry, I'm sorry, to his missus who was sort of glaring out of... And I thought at the time she didn't look too, you know, annoyed... Uh, one of the doctors goes and sets up a, a wobbly Skype call to um, the, the, the little son of the Scottish bloke. And um, this um, the link was obviously terrible, a bit like you know, 1970s graphics on that one. Um, and the acting of the little boy. There's a song of flair going on, remember? I know. <laughs> Oi! Well, sorry, I was just... Um... Yes, what? Yeah. What? What were you doing, Ben? Uh, I was I was just doing this. <laughs> Playing guitar. Oh. Yeah, all right, thank you. But Fleetwood Mac's always good on every show. Um, but I was just going to play right, a little sample just because <laughs> yes, just because we were talking about the gangers, and I thought, oh, they can go their own way. Ah. Oh, I'm just going to play a little sample of of the little boy when he was a um, hologram. Want to speak to Dad? Yes, 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 yes. That as sort of the only thing that really irritated me because I don't blame the nipper, but whoever the director was sort of put him in a position where he's a bit more comfortable talking Too much to nothing. Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> also, also that that little boy was awfully um, patient because because uh, his the the ganger dad goes off and the real dad gets killed and it's like five or ten minutes and the, there's no one in there with the hologram. Yeah, I wondered about that too. Why is that little boy still hanging that, around? That can happen. He wants to see his dad, so he'll hang around for him. But anyway, um, just after that, um, real oh, we've got this thing. Volume was still up. Real Scottish bloke gets shot by a load of acid and dies, and and the ganger Scottish bloke has to be the little boy's dad, which sort of set us a, bit, a little sort of heart rending. <laughs> Excuse me. Think. Uh, meanwhile, um, one of the one of the mad ganger Jennifers, because there's two mad ganger ganger Jennifers, um, sort of looks a bit like there's a monster we had um, earlier in Doctor Who. That oh, it was you remember that the one, Lazarus that, one, Lazarus. Yeah, that's what it reminded yeah, me of. Oh, yeah, very very when much like changing very, ra- chasing yeah. around. Co- oh, what now? Uh, well, <laughs> they, yeah, I agree. The mill did not do that great a job on that, yeah. but the idea was they were working off of an illustration from Alice in Wonderland where Alice has her neck neck, extended. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't got a problem with the graphics on it. I'm just saying that it reminded me of the Lazarus thingy as it was chasing Mm -hmm. through the corridors. Anyway, so one of the the humans decides that the only it's conveniently for the script, the inside door doesn't lock but the outside one does and goes off and gets killed while locking the outside door. Then a TARDIS drops through the ceiling at the right at the right time and this is the point when Amy uh, has shown that the doctor she thought was the doctor was not the doctor because he was wearing the shoes etc etc and then she realizes she was you know a bit horrible and they a few of them pile into the tardis and a few stay back to die and whatnot and yeah, <laughs> die and whatnot yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ultimate what? sacrifice whatnot yeah. die and what <laughs> have cheese on toast <laughs> i don't know anyway um scottish ganger bloke. i'll have the cheese please <laughs> thank you a scottish a ganger bloke is taken to to Broadchurch to see uh, to see yeah. his son and um, then they part the TARDIS at this this place where they 
he, he advises the, the remaining gangers to sort of uh, fight the side of the gangers more Perth Jetson it's like yeah here you go bye good luck there's another there's another there's another connection with the Lazarus experiment there that's the uh, building building is the Senate building which was Lazarus's headquarters I'll give you that one that was fairly topical well done anyway so off they go and then as soon as they get back into the tide oh yeah Amy starts getting belly pains because why is she getting belly pains because she's pregnant and of course not just is she pregnant she's not the real Amy she's been a ganger for all well for a while at least because once uh, real Amy got pregnant she got kidnapped by eye patch lady and uh, yeah that was a bit of a twist wasn't it Uh, so that was (laughs) the end of the gangers episode so, what I'm going to say about it, Kirby, is that, once again, uh, after having not seen it for ten years, I was thinking, oh my god, this is going to be absolute tripe. There uh, were elements of annoyingness about it. It probably could have been condensed to a one-part story. But on the whole, it was quite good. I mean, it was... Are, I you, like are, that you, sort, are you reading my I, I like the, um, the slightly sort of <laughs> confusion mine. aspect of the who's who, and you, you can't really trust anybody sort of thing. Uh, because you don't know who's a ganger who, and who isn't. Um, I liked the Doctor's interaction with himself uh, as the Matt Smith Doctor, and the fact that, that that Doctor didn't get, or that ganger, didn't get embroiled into all the other um, conspiracies that were going on amongst them. Um, and um, I liked the big twist at the end when we find out that Amy was, in fact, a ganger, etc., etc. All in all, I didn't think it was anywhere near as bad... I mean, if I if you hadn't sort of told me it was bad and I'd, I'd nearly um, sort of agree with it, I would have probably thought, oh, that's all right, that's not too bad. Um, but now I'm thinking, compared with its its scathing um, criticism that uh, you gave it last week, I, I'm quite happy that I sat and watched it over the last few days. Uh, and it, it made me feel, it may, hang on, hang on, it made me feel very nostalgic towards the Matt Smith era. Um, Kirby, as you're trying to butt in, I'll let you go next. Yeah, I was going to say, you better let me go next. I, I deeply apologize. Actually, I want to go next. Oh, okay, go on, Kirby, I, you go I, next. I deeply apologize for that because I don't know what, why I said that. Apparently, it's been 11 years since I last saw this. Oh, me too. But somehow well, in that... We said the, last week, Kirby, we said that you, you'd be you'd watch it and be surprised, and you said that you probably would. Yeah. So yeah. You, you've already, you don't have to apologise so much, because you already softened the blow last week. And quite frankly, there's no point, because we don't accept apologies around here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was... I'm not sure what happened in the 11 years that my... my right, let me tell you through it, Kirby. <laughs> We'll start start recently and work backwards. In 2020, there was a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, Kirby. I'll I'll do my own podcast. Don't worry. (laughs) I I was surprised. I mean, I I went into this thinking, oh, I'm I'm not going to like this. And I was very surprised. It's really, really good. It's not bad at all. not saying it's the best thing ever, but it's certainly not bad at all. there There were two. I have two issues with it the 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 shoes thing which i disagree with you all right uh and uh it's too long yeah it could have been condensed yeah uh there's there's way too much just like the liquid they were coming (laughs) (laughs) other than that it was really really good okay thanks kirby debbie what did you think (laughs) <laughs> well, I enjoyed it a lot better than I did the first time round, like everybody else. But I still found it so long. 
I really didn't like the way they wrote Rory in this one at all. It was like he he absolutely adores Amy. Mm. He's worried because Amy's a bit poorly, a bit off. Yep. He wouldn't go off chasing somebody else. But I let him off because it wasn't the real Amy. Rory, you know, it's that's like, what I'm saying. That, so that's what I, I said. Most of it being indignant for him. <laughs> but maybe in his maybe he was sub, subconsciously knew it wasn't the real Amy, so that's why he was able to do it. I don't know. No, I don't know. No, 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 no. That was a no, bit. No, 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 no. They were no. trying to get get us to think that certainly wasn't it. We were being indignant. We were. <laughs> I, I was certainly upping the indignancy as I was watching it. <laughs> You didn't watch it, did you? <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> what? 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 It counts if it's 11 years ago. Um, the special effects, yeah, very reminiscent of Lazarus. And um, I like the music again in this one. I like opening with Dusty Springfield. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the use of the music through this, but I did find it so long. And if they condensed it, it would have been fast. It would have been exciting, yeah. more exciting. The, you don't need long build-ups. You don't need all this padding on this story. This story would have been slick and dunk if it had just been... Yeah straight off one yep. episode it would yes. have been terrific yep. um, but other than that yeah I, I enjoyed this episode a lot more than I thought I would a lot more than I remember I, I look back and I'm like why do we remember it as being mm. probably because it's just that thing it was just that padding and, and the fact yeah. it was a little longer than it needed to be and then because obviously you... we hit down with Rory trying to find Amy at the, mm. the beginning of the next and it's like you know big adventures are coming so obviously that's probably why we look back at it like mm, okay but it it's still a good good episode of Doctor Who thank you 11 years ago I said I liked it when on the podcast so I'm surprised that my attitude changed <laughs> good I'm glad it did um, Ben did you want to say anything about it or would you like me to just skip over to the star of the show uh, no, I think uh, what 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 needs to be said at uh, this point about the episode is whilst we're all sat here discussing the ins and outs and sometimes even the whys and the wherefores, what needs to be pointed out more than most things at some point when they're not pointed out, which means it does need to be pointed out more relevantly sometimes than things that aren't pointed out, which sometimes could be construed, therefore, that those things are not important. Are you um, reading this? Oh God! <laughs> uh, let, let, let me just go back a little bit on my script, <laughs> which may make themes make the same things that are like are less important. It's phone uh, ringing. No, it's my triple pairing. That's the sound effects, Royce. But ultimately, what it comes down to is the fact that people were born from cream egg goo and. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really remember much more about it because <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm distracted I'm pr- by cream egg goo. That was it. You know. well, one of many things, Debbie. But the rest uh, of the whole story, just dreaming about cream eggs. No, I mean, what it is is that I am not sure actually which episode we're talking about because I thought Free Marag's <laughs> Moon was in this one. So I, I, I think I must have uh, I, I mixed memories. But from what I remember, it was darn good. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, right, everybody, this is the start of the show here. It's <laughs> Mary Lich Lang. Um... Uh, well, you're all complaining that it's overly long, and I absolutely agree with you, but that would have deprived them 
of those two cliffhangers. So I think this is two episodes written around two cliffhangers because mm -hmm. I think that they thought it was really cool to have the doctor revealed as a ganger. Um, and then, of course, you know, we've got Amy revealed as, you know, being pregnant. So um, and I agree that it is overly long. And I think that whole subplot of Rory looking after Jennifer, it was is just another way for them to extend the story, mm -hmm. you know, forever and ever. Because whenever, you know, that aspect of it came up, it would get really dull. And that's when I'd be aware of how overly I'm long. Nurse, I'm a nurse. I'm going off to be flirty with this other no, lady. Yeah, I forgot about the nurse thing. <laughs> And it's kind of a tired old theme of, you know, replicants wanting their own lives. And it reminds me of Blade Runner. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and again, it seemed like an awfully big story just so that the doctor can turn around and kill off Amy at the end. <laughs> because if he already knew about the replicants and already, you know, knew what their nature was and all that, why do we have to go through all this? Because well, it's he, like it would. And I think that they're all together. I think there's too much story for one episode, but not nearly enough for two episodes. So that's why I thought, well, all, what they wanted to do was pull off these two cool uh, cliffhangers. Um, and uh, a the question I have is, why are they mining acid? I mean, are there no laboratories that can make acid that we have to mine it from somewhere? Right and in point. fact, it reminded me a little bit of the second doctor's story where they land on that uh, island and all the piping and the doctors trying to figure out what's going on in the piping. Um, it just kind of threw me back to thinking about that. And one thing I do want to bring up is, so, I mean, overall, I I kind of liked the story, but it's very Moffat, very convoluted, very bringing in, you know, some of the overarching arc story that he's trying to tell. Um, uh, actually, two things struck me. One is um, one thing that really separates Russell T. Davies from Moffat is that uh, Davies' companions all had families and their families were always intricately involved in the stories Whereas Moffat's people have no families. We have no background on any of these people other than maybe what they say about themselves, um, which maybe is a throwback to the original doctors, the classic doctors, because I don't remember those companions really having families either. Um, and the other thing is uh, the, the the Scottish bloke, as you keep referring to him. <laughs> is Peter Mark Capaldi's his name. And Sylvester McCoy. Mark Bonner David is like a super favorite of mine yeah. because um, he does an amazing character in the Big Finish audios called The Eleven, where he plays 11 distinct personalities yes. in one yeah. Time Lord. And every one of them is, is unique, uh, and he does them so well and with such energy and such separation um, that he that he he's become a real favorite of the, the audio fans. So now he's got a whole um, story all of his own, just called the Eleven. Um, so Mark Bonner is a star in my universe. Um, so other than that, um, the episode okay, um, you know it moves it moves the arc along, but it was yeah it was way too long. Thank you, Mary. So essentially, I was right. <laughs> I, do like being right. I do like to be proven to be right. 
<laughs> yes, Adam, you were right. Now it's time for Kirby's special um, section of the show in which he... Uh, Where he's never prepared. He, it's almost like a burying some message and hoping... It's like a, throwing a like a message in the bottle out and hoping that somebody <laughs> finds it and sends some I'm feedback. I'm prepared as back. long as someone hasn't put another comment in and since I opened up Facebook... <laughs> Kirby's bit, ladies and gentlemen. Kirby's bit. Well, Robert isn't here, so you're safe from him. <laughs> I'm True. surprised you True. weren't ready, though, Kirby. I mean, it was building up to this section. Okay. Uh, Andy Noni says, I was about to ask, uh, and the Cesarean is all done. Neil James. Oh, hold on. Hold what? on. What? Hold on. What? I've just, I've just found something that I completely forgot I had on this computer. One sec. Oh, he's got well, the jingle. Hold oh, no, on. There we go. Hey. Oh, it's like the good old days. See, this is when, when contracts get renewed, ladies and gentlemen. Just this is what happens. you think, and it normally goes well, but as he's an American, he'd say. Well. So here's what you think in content it doesn't lack. It's Kirby Bartlett Sloan and his pedantic feedback. I tell you what, you know, I remember like that as ridiculous feedback. Back in anger or, or uh, Bohemian Rhapsody for the first time in five years, isn't yeah. it? It just brings back all of those memories. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kirby, I was interrupting you. That's probably giving an excuse as to why Dink wasn't did. prepared. Yeah, go on. Neil James says, The Rebel Flash, The Almost People. This is a decent two-parter. The guest cast is strong, particularly uh, for Cal Cassidy and the gorgeous Sarah Smart. I enjoyed the monastery setting, plus a bit of Dusty Springfield. Although the CGI does get too ambitious at times, the neck, there are some solid aspects of horror alongside good moments of humor. The two doctors together are fun, and that final reveal of Amy being a ganger still shocks. Not bad at all. Three stars out of five. Oh, ah, oh, ah, ah. I just want to say, you know, you said about the, um, the, the two doctors together being... You know, that's... I felt that, you know, when you've had those scenes where it's two actual doctors, whether it be Tennant and Smith in, in the day of the doctor, whatever, um, that's the first time I remember there being two of the same doctor of the same incarnation talking to each other, which is essentially what it was. Uh, and that worked. It was like, you know, having uh, a tenant Did talking Tom to Baker Smith. Do that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh. I can't remember, but. Yeah. The, he might have done in the one where he was a cactus. <laughs> yeah, but he was a baddie then, wasn't he? This is when yeah. the, to the doctor was talking to the doctor mm-hmm. as the doctor, and and I I thought that worked really really well. I thought um, that is it was consistent with the doctor meeting his previous and future incarnations. Anyway, move on to Neil. But, well, as 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 the um, writer was saying in the confidential, he found that to be really easy to write because he mm. noticed that. Uh, the Eleventh Doctor had this tendency of talking to himself anyway. Yes. So it was anyway. Yes, uh, anyway. Mr. M says, "Awful." <laughs> the Rebel Flash and the awful, sorry, the almost people <laughs> by Matthew Graham. Oh dear, this is my least favorite New Who story, except for one other. No prizes for guessing which. <laughs> This story is an incoherent mess, unengaging, with lazy dialogue and boring characters. The plot meanders around with nowhere interesting to go. The cast are mostly awful or wasted. The flesh are an interesting concept, wasted by turning it into a tired and cliché doppelganger story. Half of the cast dying was so predictable. Why is Jennifer so crazy? And how come the doctor can suddenly cure cancer? (laughs) 
it wasn't cancer. It was a uh, blood clot. Uh, the child actor is abysmal. What is going on with that wall of eyes? This story does nothing to resolve or answer any of the philosophical questions it raises. The double doctors seem to be a wasted opportunity, barely affecting the outcome of the story. What? It does. In fact, it feels. <laughs> in fact, it feels to me like it was only inserted to act as a red herring for the astronaut killed doctor we saw at the start of the series. True, true. Karen Gillan is hot, but Amy having such issues with the doctor duplicate just doesn't sit right with me. The doctor learns that Amy has seen his death, but this is not discussed any further. It's nice that they give Rory some more material to work with, but it's a shame that none of it is any goose good. <laughs> <laughs> the cliffhanger ending is a good moment, but not even that can raise my opinion of such a terrible story. At the time of first broadcast, I was utterly distraught, and this was the first time I had ever felt bored by an episode of Who. I would give part one, two out of ten, and part two, three out of ten, simply for the ending scene. Yes, um, uh, one, um, I, saying, yeah, yeah. I do love the fact that even after all these years, he doesn't proofread what he uh, posts. <laughs> and um, the eyes thing, I thought I mentioned about the eyes thing, that, that was, it was explained because they said the last thing that stays alive of the ganger is the, the eyes. eyes yeah. And also, I quite also, like that. Go ahead. Oh, that's right. I like that element. I thought that was that was quite effective. I like creepy. Uh, the, the, the apparently the writer had included dialogue that Jennifer ha had a uh, eidetic memory. Yeah. So she remembered more than uh, yeah. the others, and that is part of yeah, but, why she was becoming mad. crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> We're all mad here. Are we? Must be. Mad, we'll be doing mad, this mad, show. Okay, well, uh, thank you. Okay, uh, what else me, have you got? Let me refresh the page to make sure. No, I don't think you need to do that. nothing new. Let's see if anything's coming through on the, the live feed. Somebody called Lillian Robin uh, says, they don't state why they mine acid. That was also mentioned by somebody else just a minute ago. It's uh, a I science agree. fiction yeah. TV show. No, sorry, science fiction fantasy TV show. Yes, it or is. Or they've got a massive alkali plant on the other side of the planet, which you didn't <laughs> <laughs> Right, so, <laughs> where, where were we up to? Oh, yeah, so we were do, doing some feedback. Well, right then, this is a stage that you can uh, go and get yourself a glass of wine or, or, um, or a cup of early. tea. It's never too early. It's seven o'clock on Saturday night, so I've just finished the second lunch of ironing of the day. I'm sure you guys know I didn't two lots. We've done two past stories, so uh, very well, very appropriate, very up. Thank you very much. Thanks for me, Pint Kirby. You pushed about me to it. Uh, the Rebel Flesh and Always People. Now, from memory, this didn't get too good a reviewing when we first saw it, but actually, on second reviewing, second viewing, but in third, actually, actually quite enjoyed it. I mean, it, it is base under siege, but with a twist in the fact that the under siege is coming from inside. And also, no one's actually sure who is the besieger and who's the besiegee, if you can have such a phrase, which does complicate yeah, things because you've got uh, the same lot running around doing both things. And some you can trust, some you can't, some you think you know who they are, some they don't. I mean, the doctor turning out to be they've swapped over and they did, they did that deliberately to violate who they could trust. Trust no one. No, that's uh, that's the exposing thing. Go slightly off topic here. However, I did enjoy it because uh, it starts off with the the flesh and you see someone being killed you think well that's a bit I mean, heartless and cynical isn't it and you find out actually no they're not they are just sort of some sort of a 
you know, side, side, um, no, the spin-off even was I was trying to go from of a person. Interesting, you know, in the days of AI, could you do that? And uh, then you find it's a bit more than that, you know, they're not disposable because actually do live on. Just get the preaching wokey at the end, but uh, fortunately not too bad. Um, but the story goes on with obviously sentient life wants to survive. I mean, you know, that's hardly surprising because the survival instinct is very strong in all of us. Um, and so, you know, the problem is they found they created sentient life, didn't realise how uh, how it really felt. And where this goes at the end of it, with what's going to go on in the competition of the walk-in, you don't know. But in the meantime, you do get the battle of the gangers against the real people. And then you get people who go across from one to the other. So you get the guy who was the dad, and I can't remember his name, but he ended up turning into one of the good guys. You've got Marshall Lancaster being killed off fairly early on. Um, Bazza. Uh, you've got Jen, who Jen was slightly confusing because it seems that there were two gangers at the end of it. So went up to the real one. Not quite entirely sure there. But again, that was a clever twist because the fact that you didn't know who was who and it wasn't obvious meant again you were in a situation of well, is that a real one? Is that a ganger one? With having two flesh ones, and then with the two doctors. But the doctors, uh, yeah, it get a bit annoying with being finishing the sentences. You can see why Amy wanted to do throttle at least one of them would get rather annoying but again it just shows that if you do get to a copy of a person who's a direct copy then that person the copy again goes off and becomes lives their own life you get a divergence and it's Terry Pratchett's uh, trousers of life and trousers of time you know again going off on a slightly a tangent here but you're actually going to create two versions of the same things and if, uh, if you remember Star Trek uh, the next generation there's an episode where you have Thomas Riker as well as Will Riker and they both became people in their own right so you that's the problem with gangers is you, you end up with that now with this one it did resolve itself because uh, you had the leader who realised what was going on and you had the, 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 the fake, fake Jen, if it was even that, who really turned loopy and turned into some sort of Hydra creature. And then you had the fake doctor and the fake leader trying to fight them off. And then you all got to the TARDIS and you've got uh, the dad who steps in the street and becomes a dad. The most of it, I did find that quite moving, you know, I think as, as we all are with all parents, I think it's... Um, being a parent is one of the most amazing experiences of your life. So to suddenly have it thrust upon you, but he didn't have it thrust upon me because he always was. He just didn't realise it until now. If you see what I mean, I feel like complicated, but I know where you're going. Uh, you got the, the one, the, the one guy who did survive as well, or the, the ganger was. He was a bit of a spare part, wasn't he? You know, he, he didn't really seem to do any much. He just to be in the background, sort of almost as the the everyman, the chorus. But he somehow survived at the end of this when he went to with the boss to. Uh, to sort of please take the case, you know, you've got to stop doing this because you are creating real people. That's when it came into its end. You had Basma Disay disappeared. And then you had Eyepatch Lady kept cropping up. And then at the end, you had that sudden twist that, of course, no one would have seen coming because nobody, it wasn't really referred to. It was just a hint dropped away through in the case of, oh, here's a, a, a flap opens or a hatchway opens and there's Eyepatch Lady disappears again. The Doctor knows something's going on. But again, it's not made a big thing until suddenly it is the big reveal. And it just just make you sit back and think, crikey, you know, what, what is going on here? So I thought it actually, I say on second or third viewing, it did go on a bit. I mean, perhaps it could have, could have made it into a one part story. I don't know. It would have been very tight because there's a lot going on. It was perhaps a bit flabby. You did have a bit of running down corridors at times, didn't you? Um, but I suppose oh, that's, that's based on the siege, you are going to get that. But all in all, yeah, I, I did enjoy it. It passed the time. I also was able to catch the DVD with the four night episodes, which I've never seen before. It's new. 
And also a good piece of news. I know I posted recently. I was unable to download from iTunes of the podcast. Um, having had my uh, PC titivated and finally got upgraded to Windows 10, it does work. And also it means, I don't Kirby, please, I can get the zero duck skin. It's a wonderful podcast as well about that great subject. And the Kirby loves our cricket. <laughs> Be seeing you. It's Ben loves cricket, don't you, Ben? Yes. Yes. Thank you uh, very much, uh, Mr. Andy Nunny, uh, who um, would probably be sober as it's January. It is sober in January, isn't he? Uh, Debbie knows. Debbie knows. Okay, uh, Mary, you've got... I don't know this year. He's not mentioned it. He hasn't, has he? he? But he normally does. does. Something he doesn't normally partake in. Mary, you've got sent some blurb. Yes, this is from Linda and Terry Miles. Um, And they write, "Mm, This is a very strange story. Sorry, there are way too many flaws. The writer, Matthew Graham, thinks in the 22nd century you have to mine acid. (laughs) I suppose this is about slavery, but found it was too silly, growing expendable slaves. As always, the doctor knows about the flesh, at least the more advanced version of the flesh, 2.0. Had to wait till the almost people for the best quote. I've reversed the jelly baby of the neutron flow. Would you like to quote? (laughs) Even one of the cast pointed out two ganger copies of the dead girl. No, sorry, two episodes of rubbish for us. Oh dear, they killed Rory. No, hang on, that was Amy. That's better. (laughs) She'd become a flesh person. Not really worried. At last, she's gone to the maternity ward to have the baby that she is positive slash negative pregnant with. We found the story maybe two episodes too long. As for Frances Barber doing her guest slot again, please get it over with. <laughs> Sorry, these two were tough ones in our books. It left such a bad taste, we watched next week's one to cheer us up. <laughs> next up, Rory gets to dress up and play a Roman again. That boy has got problems. Stay safe, everybody. Linda and Terry Miles. Oh, I love him in the beginning of that one. Well, Linda and Terry Miles. No, when he goes to look for Amy. Mm. You know what um, I'm going to say? about That's the thing I seem to remember about when I watched this first time around that I didn't quite get. The Doctor throughout the whole story was trying to save the gang as they're living beings, da-da-da-da, yet was quite happy to kill the ganger that was Amy. Yeah, yeah. That that was explained. uh, The future version of using gangers has eliminated the issue. That's one of the things that they were going into the meeting at the end to deal with. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll live with it. Um, unlike, Accept um, it, Adam. Unlike Ganger Amy, which obviously didn't live with it. Anyway, yep. so. But it's a good point, Adam. It's a good point. Yeah. Hello, 20 Megawatt Podcast. is Ian Kirk. I saw Avatar, The Way of Water, at Gallagher Leisure Park near Leeds. Oh, yes. Some might say that three hours, Some 12 might minutes say. is too long. Oh, I do. <laughs> the CGI is brilliant, but it is obviously based on the modern <laughs> of Cowboys and Indians. That is, exploited people are so noble. Sigourney Weaver plays a teenager through motion capture. That is the most extreme de-aging. The film, like the Doctor Who story we are reviewing, has an avatar that loves his original son. The Rebel Flesh, The Almost People by Matthew Graham 
This story has a touch of Avatar and Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes. <laughs> this is Matthew Graham's second story after Fear Her, which was the one about the girl with the scribble monster, which was not well liked. No. A sudden accident surprise before the pre-credit sequence might be a reference to the Sixth Doctor watching two people fall into acid. There's only one. This is only a ganger, though. Artificial humans who rebel go back to Rossum's universal robots who were organic, as here. Mistreated workers in classic Doctor Who were usually underground. Oh my, Rory makes a joke about repeatedly dying. <laughs> Rory was previously a centurion. Now there are duplicates of Amy and the Doctor. We are getting to Amy's child. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs> yes, thank you very much, Ian. The, the Sixth Doctor only knocked one guy into the acid, I believe. Yes. Ask, 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 accidentally. Acid. Oh, oh. Oh. Now, George is thinking about... Well, Ben, um, obviously, come in with that little... Um, musical rendition of some might say in the middle of that bit of feedback oh, and and there's Debbie going Ben I just it's like being in an episode of Grange Hill having Ben on the show isn't it so I should really have, every time Ben does one of his um, naughtinesses Tucker. we'd actually be playing the whole thing going they could be, they could be something quite like that <laughs> now you're gonna have to I guess go back and replay that little segment that was drowned out by uh, Ben no there wasn't I heard it quite clearly stop oh, being awkward sorry. actually it was trying to find some then I realized it was which is, of course, Ben reading the, um, the feedback from a certain councillor. A, a certain councillor? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Gangers from the flesh pots on acid, or who, who did... You sent me tribble off. Most people to rebel places, of course, a closely studied ethical tree. <laughs> yes, on the moral implications of the capitalist exploitation of intelligent artificial intelligence president from... Ben, I prefer the original version. It's not working, is it? No. That wasn't too bad. It was not as good as the original theme tune. That that is the original theme tune. No, it's not. It was the original theme tune. Yeah, for Grange Hill, not for the, for, um, you know, the Alan T. Butcher feedback Alan T. Butcher's um, perfect works need to be enunciated properly. Okay. Let's let's do it properly then, shall we? From the top. (laughs) <laughs> Gangers from the flip box acid or who's who did 20 megabytes the almost people the rebel flesh is of course a closely studied ethical dream yes on the moral implications of the capitalistic exploitation of a tip I'm not sure. 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 I'
Dear 20 megabytes <laughs> is the most people. That's how it's written. I can't <laughs> help it. It's, it's, it's written it like that. Uh, the almost people, the rebel flesh, is of course a closely studied ethical treatise. 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 A treatise. On the moral implications of <laughs> exploitation. Of that now. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's going to be in my life forever. Uh, <laughs> of artificial intelligence presented in a form one step closer to organic than the more usual robotic or computational, computation, computational mechanisms. It further warns of the deeply antagonistic and unreasonable response that oppression may provoke in such exploitation, a point which may be seen to apply more widely. So, Whilst the story does not try to excuse such a response, it does make it clear that the responsibility for the resulting violence does not stop with the oppressed, but chiefly, in fact, with the oppressor. I'm just Thank you, Winston. I'm just reading it how it's written. Oh, that's pretty good. Or at least how I imagined uh, Alan <laughs> saying it. Anyway. Definitely not like that. <laughs> That's when Ellen is in campaign mode. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, I was. I was, I was campaigning for me to be the 16th Doctor. Uh, it should be noted that whilst... Make sure the fade is up. And you hit play. Took long enough, uh, didn't it? The, the technological basis for the... old oh, Kirby standby. Basis for the creation of the gangers is inadequately explained. In fact... Doctor Who is a science fiction fantasy TV program. Oh, and wasting nearly. time justifying the operation of a neat idea uh, is the quick way to bog down the plot. So, all we need to know is... Morning glory. Where? <laughs> I, uh, I, I... I need a little time to wake up. Wake up. We also learn that the big Finnish Time Lord, the Eleven, previously mentioned... Oh, there it Mary is. Blitz Lang. <laughs> it's like she knew what was coming. <laughs> of course she didn't. Uh, we also learn that the big Finnish Time Lord, the Eleven, was apparently used to model the ganger Jimmy. This may account for the introduction of capricious, capricious. rebels into the flesh system. <laughs> all in all, the almost people, the rebel flesh, is a very traditional type of narrative for the show. But with good use, uh, but with good use made of what can now be delivered technically, a high quality supporting cast credibly deliver a complex moral scenario with plenty of angst and misdirection. Like like that Arknell, Tratton... Sounds like and bloody Tom Jamie Paper Redknapp. He's gone through from Michael Caine right down to Doctor. Jamie now. Redknapp, yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it's kind of like more... Sandra! Sandra! <laughs> no, that's, that's Harry Redknapp. <laughs> um, like Hardnell, Troughton and Tom Baker before him... Matt Smith takes full advantage of playing two parts without needing to get dressed up, speaking with a Mexican accent, or <laughs> getting all spiky. The, the, narrative, <laughs> what is... 
the now substantive season story arc is also gaining pace here. Uh, for the mid-season cliffhanger to come as soon as the TARDIS crew and audience are shaken. <laughs> and Rory <laughs> is left with egg <laughs> or something other goopy <laughs> on his face as the Doctor realises and reveals Amy is not Amy at all. This story is perhaps an episode too short as who would not want to see twice the number of 11 Doctors for a lot longer? Yes. Actually, yeah, actually, the number of 11th Doctors a lot longer. I just just correcting that bit. Carry on. That's what I said. The number of 11th Doctors for a lot longer. Yes. Next up, Doctor Who and the liquefied baby or <laughs> our father which are in Demon's Run. Hey. Now listen up, right? Those are my thoughts. <laughs> Jamie Redknapp. Oh, sorry. I, now you better listen. Who's supposed gonna... to blow the bloody doors off? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm only going to say this bloody once. <laughs> <laughs> no swearing. I'm only going to say this bloody. God's sake. <laughs> sorry, I've, I, I got rid of the wrong word. It's the best script right. <laughs> Those are my thoughts. I, you better listen and remember this. I am Councillor Alan T. Tricky! Talking about padding things out. Yeah, I know. My God. Jeez. Right, I'm off there. Thanks very much. What? (laughs) Dramatic reading like none other. Yes. I thank you very much. I hope you noticed all the different characters in there. I was, I'll tell you actually. You auditioned for something. It, yes, yes, actually. <laughs> it, it's quite funny because I was going for a, a part uh, I read about um, in a big Finnish production uh, where one fellow plays multiple characters. And I thought to myself, I'll tell you what, I'll have a bit of that. I will. I'll have a bit of it. I think, get it. I don't know why. I don't understand. That's Ziffy. That's Ziffy. I don't understand either. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that was a good old Roy Skelton that did the Ziffy and Bungle voice. Just to point out. Bungle and George and uh, Ziffy. Well, you know, I think Adam did tell us a little while ago to go and get a glass of wine, so I got four. <laughs> a bit quiffy now. A bit squiffy. No, a bit quiffy. I've done my hair in like an Elvis quiff. Sorry, uh, just uh, dabbling in a bit of music. Right, what's this one here? Oh. Sorry, I just got distracted there. Um, you did get distracted, didn't you? <laughs> uh, I think that's about it for feedback, to be fair. I'll, I'll, I'll just... Has anybody said anything on the live feed? Oh, maybe. <laughs> Oh, that was me. Hello. Oh, I'm Hello. talking to myself. That's fine. It's like having a doppelganger. Um, right then. There's <laughs> some funny stuff coming through. Um, they wouldn't have had enough goo to make you, mate. OK. Going back. Right. What I was looking for was the Hovis music because of, of one of the people that actually has made... Shut up. I meant the proper, not you, but I mean warbling it. Good grief. Right. Uh, on. Um, so, because um, uh, it's... Um, here we are. 
I meant shut up in a nice way, by the way. I wasn't meaning to be um, rude. Even though it did sound rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is it playing? Oh, yeah. Right. Be going up this hill to get a loaf of bread for now. Right, shush. Right, uh, Billy Kurt Bright says, Good morning from WAP. And then Lillian said, Hi, Billy. And Billy K- Kurt Bright said, Hi, li- hey, Lillian. And then... Last stop on Oh, shut up. Oh, my bigoted face. taking bread to the top of the world. Oh, all right, shut up. That's actually Billy I'll there doing the voice over to that Billy advert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not very Billy. you got to, you got to play that, surely. No. Um, where did they get up to? Right. Billy Kirkbright, the Rebel Flesh. I don't recall much of it other than Matt Smith's wonderful impression of a Lancashire accent. It's not good as good as Kirby's, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's, the best that's bit... Matt Smith all over for Lillian you. Robin. Ben! Yeah. <laughs> and then Billy... Oh, I'm being told off. Yeah. Susie ben. forgot her real name off the fourth series of Grain Hill was on the Boy. music video of the police song Don't Stand So Close To Me. Uh, and then Alan T. Butcher said, I shall try to write longer feedback so poor Ben doesn't have to work out, work so hard to pad it out. <laughs> well, the thing is, there's just, there's just not enough content there for the full half hour. So um, I'll I do what I can, Alan. I'll do mm, what I can. Clearly. Uh, I'm just make sure nothing else has come through. No, nothing else has come through. So, I think I know the answer to this question, Ben, but I presume you haven't uh, compiled a um, uh, a sort of game for us at all during your uh, absence. Well, actually, my it's answer a... to that is. No. How the hell does that bloody work? He means no. Yeah, I know. That that, that means no. Yeah. Yeah. Thought yes, so. Although, I could do you. I, I could do you a quiz. We no. could do an off, no, no, do it's an not off the cuff quiz. No, no, no. it wouldn't have worked. Okay, hello well. and welcome to Ben's no. new no. off the cuff quiz. <laughs> no, uh, we no. do questions. Adam, Adam, what have our sponsors been up to? What sponsors? I'm, I'm not doing the sponsors yet. I'm not doing them yet. <laughs> okay, well, what's the news then? That's what I was just about to do until you interrupted me. Um, yeah, right, where is it? Here. Yeah, you're full, Debbie. Yeah, not yours at all. <laughs> yeah, you're full. God dear. I wish these people would shut up when Adam's trying to talk. Yeah, to thank you very much, Ben. I, I, I support that sentiment. <laughs> oh, my goodness. News round. News round. John Craven. John Craven. News round. All right, then, yeah, so uh, Doctor Who News. Um, two lost fourth Doctor stories from Big Finn. I didn't even know they were lost. It's interesting to note that they actually had lost stories from the fourth Doctor. Um, the stories are the Doctor Who and the Ark and Genesis of Terror. Dalek, sorry. Daleks, Genesis of Terror. Uh, apparently they're going to be Big the Finnish productions. Okay. Yes. Uh, featuring the fourth Doctor as played by Mr. Thomas Baker. It's news round still going on, Adam. Don't worry. I know. <laughs> Um, series 14 oh, update. Well, the bi- Stop interrupting my news feature. News right. feature. 
Oh, yeah. Series 14 update. The BBC has revealed that Gemma Redgrave will be... I've had my picture taken with her, by the way. Will be returning Are you to related cast, to her? I don't know yet. But I, I'm, I'm going to look into the Redgraves. There's a lot of them. Um, yeah, a couple of good, good actors have been announced. That are yeah, well, if you let me finish what I'm saying, I might be able to get to that. But anyway, uh, Gemma Redgrave will be returning Adam, I believe to there's the, some new actors who are going to be uh, in the Returning to the cast uh, of Doctor Who as Kate Lethbridge-Stewart. No, it's not Kate Lethbridge-Stewart. It's Stewart, Kate yeah. Stewart. Uh, and the next series currently being filmed in Wales. Redgrave has played the character, the daughter of Doctor Who legend Brigadier Alistair, Les- uh, Alistair Gordon Lethbridge-Stewart, I should say, but it doesn't, in Easy nine previous say. episodes of Doctor Who, playing opposite the last three Doctors, uh, and now adding a fourth to that little run. Uh, she is the daughter of actor Corinne Redgrave, and has a long career in film and television. Listen, if they're talking about it, no one's ever heard of her. Anyway, yes. So, so the thing is, what you do, Adam, in a situation like that is, you don't read that bit out. Hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, you so know, she... it could It could be that she'll play with two more Doctors, because there's uh, 14 and uh, 15. Well, essentially and then she... I'm going to be 16. So essentially, she's played with also um, the 5th uh, and 7th uh, Doctors. Uh, as... Oh, never moving on. Uh, also joined in the series is the actor... Unwarin Bernard, or Bernard if you're American. Uh, Bernard, Bernard is a Welsh actor best known for playing Davy in the film Hunky Dory and Claude in the American thriller drama Truth About Emmanuel. He played the husband of Scylla Black. Oh, oh yes, of course he did. Now I recognise him. Uh, Bobby Willis in the biopic about uh, He was in that 1899 uh, that I liked that I was waxing lyrical about the other week as Tim, well. Oh yeah, he's also the um, the murderous King Richard III in the White Queen, um, and he'll be playing the character. Yeah. I've had to. This is, you'll like this bit. In Doctor Who, we'll be playing the character of Roger App William. Guess who is one of my ancestors? So you're moving on. Roger And he's Welsh. Welsh. Anybody in Britain's well, um, who's Good got God. a long um, a yeah. descendancy from um, from British whatever, DNA and that, will be related to the Welsh um, um, uh, royal family, somewhere along that. Um, and, of course, the Doctor Magazine 586 <laughs> featuring uh, the Doctor and the new companion on the front cover. And that's about it, really, because everything else is from last week. Now, Debbie was absolutely... Uh, well, hold on a minute. Desperate. Yeah? Wasn't there quite a lot of news earlier in the week about um, how they're going to be re- redoing or animating... Um, or maybe colorizing some old I'm not sure. Tell do. me about it, Ben. Yes, Adam. Uh, during the week, there appears to be news around that there's going to be some re-released episodes from the early days of Classic Who. Some black and white episodes are going to be colorized, and some missing episodes are going to be animated, apparently in time for the uh, the big 60th. That'll be cool. Later this year. Well, thank you very much. Well, that concludes Doctor Who News. I was obviously there, I mentioned um, that. Don't get cross, but Adam. last week I found a branch of the family that only goes back about nine generations, uh, the, the Hodsall family, which my great-great-granddad was a Hodsall. And I thought, well, I'd try to type the Hodsall into the um, the thing called, it's a website called myfamouskin.com. Uh, so I typed Hodsall in there. Most of the time you type a name that's in your family, and it comes out with absolute are all but this time i typed hodsall in and um it turns out that it turns out that only going back a few generations is uh, to this hodsall bloke who's my nine times great grandfather 
I had two children. One was a child that led to me. The other one was a child called Benet um, Hodsall, who was a woman, by the way, Benet, who led to um, Michelle from Lisa Marie Presley. And who died this week? Lisa Marie hmm? Presley. Hmm. So, um, yeah, that was topical, wasn't it? I mean, that that's... Um, what? Uh, um, Sad, sir. Sad, isn't it? Uh, it was sad about Lisa Marie Presley uh, for Funny. more than reasons. Two years younger than me. Others sometimes, uh, but that's uh, next time, and here's Adam. Thanks, uh, Ben. Oh, yeah, so um, she was my 12th cousin, uh, twice removed. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Without, with all greatest of respect, the word hodsel sounds like an absolute fantastic insult that no one's ever heard of. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it does, actually. Hey, you complete hodsel. It does. <laughs> You're a terrible hodsel, you yeah. are. True. Oh, yeah. Yes, it does indeed <laughs> sound like that. Uh, I don't. Uh, I can't help the names of my, uh, my ancestors. It's related that... to someone else who's famous. People. There you go. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is. Um, bear in mind that you you, you um, say about the relationship to certain members of the royal family being twenty-first cousins, and I was sort of saying, well, when where does the relationship actually stop? You know, how that with the, the degree of you know a relationship. Separation, Whereas yeah. um, this is only eleventh cousin. It's quite substantially oh, larger wow. than twenty wow. first. It's just it? like your neighbours, mate. Yeah. Really, seriously. Well, Sarah Millican's only fifth cousin. That's not bad, is it? Gets better. Um, right. I, 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 have, I found the uh, story about the breaking news report about yeah. the colorizing. Uh, oh, please, please. Series. Please, um, yeah, tell us. Well, the, here's the problem. What? In a breaking news report from TV Zone UK in mm. The Mirror. Oh, the Mirror? Yes, the the Mirror. Mirror. Is that the newspaper, The Mirror? Yes. It's the about the Americans and the, the pronouncing <laughs> so, so of the word I, mirror. I would not put a lot of... Um, Faith in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, it says it has been revealed that the BBC are planning to honor Doctor Who's classic series for 60th anniversary celebrations in an unprecedented way. The Smuggler's Underwater Menace to receive new animations. This new funding has been found. Also, uh, BBC bosses plan to colorize certain stories from Hartnell and Trouton, uh, likely to include Unearthly Child. Yeah, it's like I didn't make something up for a change. I don't think it being in color is going to. You know, yeah, an unearthly child in colour would be flipping fantastic. No, it should yeah, be the way no, that I've no, seen no, it because forever. No, no, it's absolutely fine. You can have your black and white version. That's not a problem. It's always going to be there. The yes. colourised versions just bring things up to date. It will be a version that you've never seen before. It will be fantastic to see it in colour. And the black and white one there is there. Bless you, Debbie. Uh, for, uh, <laughs> bless, you, bless you, my child. Um, it was me. It was bless you. Who was it? Who sneezed? Me! Who's <laughs> Adam? Well, there's, there's, there's another word that would normally come before you in this case, but I won't say it on the on the podcast, uh, and I shall take back my cross that I was doing when I was blessing you, and now I have to unbless my Coke and my mm. orange menthos. Uh, but anyway... Um, mix. <laughs> not together, I must point out, because otherwise your stomach does really weird things, and all foam comes up your throat. <laughs> Uh, but only if, only if you have five packets of Mentos in your stomach and then drink two litres of Coke at the same time. Which is, <laughs> if you do that, first the first thing I need to tell you is if you do that, you are bloody stupid. Uh, but secondly, Kirby, no, as I was saying, um, yeah, no, let it happen. It can only be a good thing because what you love, what you want is always still there for you if you don't want to watch it. But for people who do, people who are interested in it, for a new generation, 
a colorized version, I think it would be fantastic. I think it might get um, like Isla. It's novelty, isn't it? Black and white, it's really very much a novelty. Really thing. into it. She'd like it colorized. Yeah, so. absolutely, Debbie. Uh, I, I mean. <laughs> kids uh, I mean even I don't really enjoy kids. black and white stuff because it's just not what was you know around when I was younger if you watched it in black and white fair dues but you know I, I was used to things in colour in my life and you know I think I could quite do with some early Doctor Who's like like painted up and, I'd and be great to see what it looks you, you like. young whippersnapper mm. <laughs> I'd, I'd quite like it really if, if the time I would like be curious I would be curious to see you're, you're, so is that you're by curious Probably. Well, yeah. like the animations. My daughter would be very proud of me if I was. Um, Doctor Who. Yeah, no, you, sorry. you can watch the animations either way. Yes. Well, that's what we're saying. You can, you know. Who won? Well, I don't watch the animations. I'm, Dot I'm Co. Not standing up saying you shouldn't be doing that. Dot UK. Not, not in my name. Played it. <laughs> it depends on the quality of the work that they do, whether it's an animation or whether it's the colorization. You know, I've seen some pretty abysmal colorizations of things, and uh, yes. that could spoil it as much. As oh, I, I totally agree with you. There has been some appalling colorizations over the years, but the technology now has increased so much over the last couple of years that they, they've got to make a good job of it. Otherwise, uh, they'll be shot. Okay. Whowon.co.uk. Latest products, apparently. Rule of Death, uh, which is a Blake Seven story. So Whowon.co.uk. Death on Arrival. Yes. Um, yes. Um, well, it says say it. Death on Arrival. These are ready to buy now, Why by the way, on CD. <laughs> Katie Manning, John Colshaw, and Tim Trelaw read a, uh, a dynamic they trio ride. of stories by Paul Marge, inspired by comic strips first published in Doctor Who Annual. Um, Ice Kings, Daleks Illustrated, Tenth Doctor Classic Companions, and Rose Tyler Dimension Cannon 2. Uh, these are titles available at whoone.go.uk. Coming soon, we have Eighth Doctor Connections, a big finished production. Um, I would imagine the Eighth Doctor's in that. Oh, you know that the, the, the woman um, that plays his main um, companion? That, Liz, is it Lisa Bowerman or something like that? Is that right? She was at. I forgot to mention this, but she was at Wales Comic Con. What is that noise? Uh, Probably Ben. Hear that? It's Ben. He's probably got the kettle on. Um, (laughs) Allies and enemies, uh, whatever that is. Don't know what it is, but doesn't really show. Oh, it's a Blake Seven story. Uh, Empire Man, a Torchwood story. Obviously, doesn't count because John Barrowman's not in it. Um, Lincolnshire Poacher CD. Featuring friend of the show Gareth David Lloyd. He's actually he's got his name on the title of that one. He never mentioned that when I was chatting to him. We went to see him at uh, Wales Comic Con. I sort of had to chat with him, and he said, "Oh look, here's your wife and daughter." I looked over, and there was Deb and Isabella waving at him, and he uh, had to chat with them and uh, ignored me. No, you didn't really. <laughs> anyway, a nice Doctor Adventures, Hidden Depths. These are really quite good titles. Torchwood Soho, Unbegotten. Unit Brave New World 2 Visitants. There's loads of titles coming out, eh, Mary? Uh, War Doctor Begins, He Who Fights the Monsters. Uh, and War Master 8, Escape from Reality. Absolutely lots of titles coming out. These are available on CD. The old, the good old CDs, because obviously if you go to the Big Finish website, you can actually download these titles. Um, figures, um, same old stuff. Uh, but there's also a playing card set of uh, the 12th Doctor. Right, so that's whoone.co.uk. Lavazi. I'm just seeing the Lavazi have a sale since Christmas is now over. Um, 
where you can buy, of course, the 11th Doctor's iconic question mark umbrella. I get that while you can, because I don't think it's going to be available forever. It's been, it's taken a long time for it to be back in circulation, but it's 49.99, and it's really good in the rain. Funny enough, it is actually quite sturdy. Unlike a lot of umbrellas that blow inside out, this one doesn't. I've used it several times in the rain, and as to as part of my um, sort of amalgamation cosplay uh, if you like uh, of course the seventh doctor's uh, question mark pullover i'm not getting any more because I, I just wear them until they're little tufts of wool or acrylic or whatever they're made of uh, uh essentially you shouldn't wear them because they just get worn out because they're too nice to wear uh, along with the 13th doctor's scarf and and the fourth doctor scars and the fifth doctor cricket jumpers and stuff like that. So that's lavazi.co.uk, where of course they've got the blog uh, and they've got their their superb mailing list and the facility for send. Do they have just... second doctor socks? What is that noise? It's, it's it's Ben's Ben's condenser situation. When he turns his mic on, it uh, the air circulating in his studio wafts around the microphone until he speaks, and then it goes away. It's it's, it's, it's a it's an audio thing that happens sometimes, isn't it, Ben? Uh-huh. Well, it's only because I'm standing at the uh, the window with a fan on at the moment. Well, there you go. That explains everything. Anyway, hey, that's I'll do that. Exactly. So when, when, <laughs> when I finish that, then it will go off again, and you won't hear it again. That's Lavazi.co.uk. Um, right, so also we've got stuff coming through in the live feed. Um, what's going on here? I've got it's been quite a lot here. I'm trying to find out where I got up to. I shall strike. Oh, yeah, so Billy Kirkbright, correction. The character I referred to off Grain Chill was Pamela Cartwright. Uh, of course, um, Alex Kingston was at Grain Chill once, played a bully. Yeah. Uh, Alan T. Butcher, uh, the underwater menace and the smugglers are the stories said to be due for animation this year. Yay, thank uh, you. I don't mind getting those, actually, to be fair. Uh, and then Billy said, I'm going back to bed. Bye. Uh, Billy, oh, sorry, Alan, Ben is looking forward to Colour Caveman episodes. Really? Well, I've already seen Captain Caveman in Captain Caveman! Um, Alan T. Butcher, if it means they broadcast episode one of Unearthly Child on BBC One, then great! Super! Um, so that's it for, so far for um, the, the feed. Now we can talk about what we watched um, during the last seven days. Now, I obviously would like to talk again about um, um, A Man Called Otto, because I, I was thinking, oh, I watched that, didn't I, recently? Of course, I would have spoken about it last week. But we did go to the cinema uh, on Friday night and watched um, the Whitney Houston film, which is called uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I quite enjoyed it to a degree. I just thought it got about halfway through and it started, like, slowing up the pace of it slowed up and it it started to get a bit draggy that's because um, of all the drugs she started taking no, that's true yeah <laughs> but i mean it's quite interesting obviously because whitney houston is somebody within um, in my lifetime i remember coming out as a, a star with her first few records around about the time when cds started coming out so there was it all a lot of her music was around in my young days and stuff like that. So it was quite interesting to watch it from that aspect. Uh, I absolutely bat- blooming love Whitney Houston. She's amazing, isn't she? Just uh, an incredible voice. And her the yeah, story one-off. is so sad of what happened it to is. her when she met Bobby Brown. It's, yeah. it's a tragedy. She was she, she was amazing. She really she was. I mean, but I just remember the, it just uh, triggered a lot of memories, and of course the music was great. Just hearing her voice. Well, you've got uh, the timing wrong because she was uh, she came through in eighty six. 
85, but it was around about time when CDs started taking off. No, it um, wasn't. CDs came through in eight, yeah, I nine, said nine, when nine. they started yeah, taking yeah. off. Who's right, Ben? Me. <laughs> Be quiet. Anyway, so um, so the sort of uh, historical aspects of it were really good. The music, just hearing her voice and oh, sort of, and you're thinking geez. that can't be that must have been they must have done something to make it that good. But no, it was, it was, it was Whitney Houston's voice. Um, the actress who played Whitney Houston's was, voice was that good. It needed yeah, nothing doing to it. Didn't need anything to do it. She was just ridiculously good. Oh, um, and she was so beautiful. beautiful. Absolutely, uh, and so the actress that played her was quite pretty, I have to say. But she didn't have anything on Whitney. It's just stunning. Oh, she was so God. stunning. Early, Whit- early Whitney yeah. just does it for me. She yeah. is just amazing. I just love her to tiny little and they oodily little bits. And I cried when she died. I was at a party. Yeah. They did um, um, uh, a good... Uh, the, the bits they picked up of her was a lot of really good tributes to her. Obviously, they had to cover the drug side of it. Uh, but all the way through, she was a lovely person, uh, which was quite nice, even when she was in a, a the lowest of her lows she still shone through as a nice person which i quite like the way they, they depicted that and uh, what's the other thing i wanted to say uh the bits where like they, they showed re- recreated when she sung the american national anthem at the super bowl um and it was the actual her singing obviously the actress mimed for but she did a great job doing the, the lip sync and everything like that and you i'm she not american i'm not american but it, it, you know, it got to me thinking, wow, you know, that's what it was like. Her singing their anthem in a completely different way. No one ever sung it like that before, the slow version of it. And it, the whole of America watching the Super Bowl, watching her sing their anthem uh, as a uniting thing. Oh, it's just, um, that was very moving to see that. And I haven't seen the actual thing because I don't live in America so I don't watch the Super Bowl. But to see that and things like that. I it was, live in America and I don't watch the Super Bowl. I don't Bowl. give a tinker's cuss. I'm just saying, I'm just paying tribute to how wonderful Whitney Houston was. However, towards the end, when you knew they were sort of alluding to what was going to kill her, it did the sort path. of drag on a little bit too long for me. Um, and have also... Have you ever seen the um, the clip of Whitney Houston on a? Uh, I'm not sure if it was a French TV show or if it was an American TV show with a French famous actor on it. I think it was a French TV show actually, and he was absolutely off his. But he was so drunk, and she sat there, and he looked at her, and I won't say the word, but it's, it's the very rude F one. He said, "I want to fuck you," mm. live on telly in front of to Whitney Houston. She was like, "What? What?" Mm. Mm. it's an incredible bit of footage because it just shows how you know she was just like she was completely shocked and stunned but the way she handled it yeah she was she was quite good in that way in that aspect she was quite good at handling people like that but yeah watch the film i'd say watch the film if you like whitney houston watch it but just be prepared for the the latter part of it to start dragging a little bit i I, i'm ignorant i don't know what did kill her yeah um drugs drug overdose drugs she drove too much drugs after being off drugs for a bit um had a bath and drowned Oh, so, okay. Okay. Um, they'd obviously they alluded to um, her and Bobby Brown's daughter, who also tra- died tragically not long after. Yeah. Which, um, well, no, a, a long time after. Same way, was though, it? wasn't it? Sort of, yeah. But yes, um, how, oh, there are depressing elements to the film. There are also lovely elements, and the lovely element is the music of Whitney Houston all the way through it. Anyway, so and the going back, of a brilliant artist. Absolutely. Um, the other person I wanted to mention was a uh, film or uh, was uh, on Netflix as a film called uh, Enola Holmes 2 uh, with Billy Bobby Brown. Good fun. Good fun. Good fun. Yes, it's, it's quite a long one, two hour and ten minutes. But it is it's lighthearted fun. 
So I, that's yeah, all I can it's, say. It's, but it's all right. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you watch it's, it's, a film ma- like, it's made for an audience, isn't it? Let's say that. Yes. But it's nice to see Millie Bobby Brown playing a light-hearted character with obviously Eleven from Stranger Things, a very hard-hitting, serious character. She's but if you don't know who that is, then... Oh, no, I know. I know Kirby doesn't know what Stranger Things is, but... Yes, he does. He's yes, I do. <laughs> Remember when I... Here we go. Through all that earlier. Here we go. Didn't take I much, did it? I still couldn't tell you a single thing about Stranger Things apart from Kate Bush was in an episode or something. <laughs> Anyway, um, so we have. I've actually watched other things, right? mainly uh, um, draining uh, the oceans and stuff like that. Um, I haven't watched an awful lot of drama stuff, but the draining draining the oceans on, on, on Disney Plus is really really good. We've tried to uh, watch a bit of the Wrexham series. Um, Deb says I just don't want to watch it anymore, so I'm going to have to watch that in my leisure. Um, and that's about it, really. Um, that, that sticks in my mind. What have you been watching, then, Mr. Shoveler? Uh, in the last week, um, lots of snooker, uh, lots of cricket. Um, it was actually um, a cricket and snooker week, I think. And not a football probably. week when Manchester United yeah, are yeah, yeah, starting to show signs of looking quite good? Oh, so we're going to win the league, mate. No, I, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't object yeah. to that. As long as Saints think, stay up, it's not going to happen. I think, <laughs> uh, no, I think Saints will. I think they'll be all right now. I think... Um, it's taken a couple of weeks to have the bounce, but I think Davy Jones, or whatever his name is, would have you bounce down. I think. <laughs> it, it, I Nathan think be Jones, right. you've been gone too long. That bloke, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, boy, uh, no, uh, inside we've watched, uh, uh, oh, well, Dragon's Den. I'd have called. Oh, I love the, Dragon's Den. The new series of um, uh, Death in Paradise. Oh, I love Death that Star, too. So. Yeah, I watched some of that. So that's very good. But apart from that, yeah, it's just been a lot of a uh, lot, lot, lot of sport, a lot of sport. Thank you, um, Debbie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been mainly listening actually this week. I've been listening to a lot of the free ooh, um, ooh, Doctor ooh. Who books on Audible. Sorry, can I interrupt um, there? A lot of them are read by Terry Malloy, which is can, just brilliant. Cause can he, I, he, can he, I just oh, interrupt yeah. just for a yeah. second, please, Deb? Sorry. Uh, I have been um, listening to Sarah Millican's autobiography. Right, now you can go, Carrie, straight off. Okay. Well, I've been doing a lot of listening to um, to Doctor Who this week. I'm really really getting into all the different audio books. Um, my favourite one has actually been Tom Baker reading The Brain of Morbius, which is just brilliant. Ooh, that That's it's so good. There's the little special effects in the background and squelchy noises and things like that. It's just hilarious. And um, we've been watching Digging for Britain. We've oh, watched, I love that series. Yeah, I've been watching that too. Um, def- we've watched that very slowly because Tom gets to, to work. Am Sorry? I related to Digging? What, Al- what Alice Roberts? <laughs> I'd like to be related to Alice oh, Roberts. <laughs> I love the way she speaks. We've done um, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife again, introducing another of Ireland's friends into the Ghostbusters fandom because it seems to be a gateway ghostbusters movies for them to then watch the originals without being too judgy <laughs> the uh, I mean, are, they, are they all right or do they uh, do they, they loved it absolutely loved it or do they sit there and scream i ain't a freaking no ghost oh no, no. they were saying that very loud but yeah it's been a good week for for um, lots of ghostbusters lots of listening to doctor who a bit of um archaeology here and there and the occasional um, murder documentary on uh, Netflix if I can't sleep. <laughs> Sorry, Deb, Deb, Debbie, I lost you after the word murder. I hope there was more. Murder documentaries. Right, sorry, sorry. It just sounded like you had a great week and then you went on a... And then I went page. off murdering and had a great time, yeah, actually, yeah. That, no, yeah, yeah. Well, I know what you lot are like on the Isle of Wight. I know what you call fun. 
<laughs> yeah, it's not blimmin' midsummer murders on the island. Yeah, it's a few no, survivors. It's been, I've, I've, um, it's been another one of those weeks where I'm either listening to audiobooks or I've got music on. Just um, when I'm teaching either, it's um, yeah, it, it's just nice to have something for me just on on the headphone while she's doing something. Thank you. Um, whatever your name is. Um, the other thing I, ha- I forgot to mention that I watched this week was the hatchet wielding hitchhiker on Netflix. Um, another sort of quite wow series um and they've just released some stuff that might be of interest to you debbie there's a program called agatha christie hundred years of poirot oh, and miss yeah, marple that. as i said um, last week i um, i bought the book straight it's up. a british film the saturn five story uh 13 factors that saved apollo 13 and the one i'm definitely going to watch the story of tea and after uh, you've listened to or watched that you've got and then got to listen to the song Saturn 5 by um, Shred 7 because it's brilliant how do you guys find time to watch all this stuff well I, I yeah. usually have it on while I'm working I in the don't front sleep room. <laughs> have you not right. noticed the prolific posting about 3am yes I've noticed that <laughs> there's a film on there you'd like though um, Kirby if you were watching British films a film called Monty Python The Meaning of Life so it's the Love meaning that. of life live. Oh, I, so I might have Python. to watch that. I just, I just bought Python on vinyl. It's brilliant. It's live. Yeah, oh, Python on vinyl. Was, that's the best way to listen to it. I have to agree. I don't watch or listen to anything. I just get it pumped into my brain 24 hours a day. Uh, Kirby, what have you been watching? Uh, nothing. Okay, moving on, Mary. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand where you get time for all that. I, Mainly, oh, I watch God, I've just a lot of YouTube shorts. Right, when little, I'm working, Kirby, I, I, I usually, I'm, when I'm working, I'm, I'm editing, aren't I? Editing photos, video, whatever. So, I have a program on just to take the silence out of the room, and that's how I absorb some things. And then in the evening, I get a couple of hours to sit down and wind down when I watch stuff as well. Okay, okay I see the Monty Python, The Meaning of Live, and I, it's on Netflix, so I will watch it. Thank you, Kirby. Why have you gone all quiet? I don't know. It's your hey, turn. Is that it? So no, you really I, haven't I, watched I, anything. Not, I've oh, we did mainly, say watch nothing. I've mainly been watching uh, lots of YouTube things. Uh, may, a lot of stuff with the new uh, Nintendo, Super Nintendo World opening up in California at Universal Studios. And then going back and watching stuff about uh, where it opened up in Japan's Universal Studios uh, last year because it's really cool looking. I forgot to mention I finished The Crown, uh, which is ironically exactly what Prince Harry's been doing. Um, anyway, uh, so. and Kirby, Kirby, you're yeah. always talking about all these vintage shows that you watch. Like vintage comedy shows and that that you watch several times over, actually. Yeah, but I haven't watched anything in the last week. Yeah. Well, get okay. on with it. Um, right, so... <laughs> um, also on Netflix, um, there's a few other good things that I've put ready to watch, like Our Universe and The Volcano, Rescue from Wakari, um, Ramosh Ranganathan, The Cynic, two episodes of that. Oh, I've got uh, so much waiting, so much lined up to watch. Yeah, I've had so much <laughs> stuff I've put on there. I've got about 300 shows that I haven't actually watched. I've, I've just put on I've my I've got list. a whole bunch of stuff that I've started watching. I haven't finished watching have you ever watched monty python live mostly one down five to go kirby because uh, no. that's the show i saw basically that's it's the one the you saw yeah, you so gave it's not the one i went to but it's a show i saw so if you want to watch something really really good and nostalgic <laughs> because it's the last time that that 
lineup of the Monty Python team were together. So here we go. Have you got a theme tune for this particular section of the uh, show, Ben? Tell us what she's watched this week. Seamless. And what she's been yeah. doing in And also what was read in the world of Mary Blitzline. Yeah. And when it comes to Big Finish, she's the leader of the gang. She shut your mouth, pray silence here. Mary Blitzline. The other one was seamless. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, I think we really? did quite well with that bit, actually. <laughs> Uh, well, mostly, you know, I'm I'm watching basketball because it's that season. And that, well, yes, and it's that. available on Sky now. I'm much dig into it, dive into it. Well, you know, what I mean. up on uh, on uh, Coronation Street and oh, never mind. East you can get ointment for things like that, Mary. God, uh, really boring storyline. Thank you. Both of them right now. Oh, that's the kind of stuff that I run in the background, you know, because <laughs> they don't need your full attention to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, I did watch a movie called The Menu. Um, oh yeah, we're, we're, got, we're lined up to watch that one. That's that's uh, uh, okay. we're, we're watching that next Very week. Bizarre. Very bizarre. Was it appetizing? Pardon me. Was it appetizing? <laughs> uh, some of it. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It'd be interesting to get your your reactions when you do watch it because okay. it, it threw me for a loop. Um, and I'm in the middle of watching something called the Bright Blue Eye. I think it's called. Um, it's a mystery that involves the early Edgar Allan Poe. Um, it's, was, was he one of the early Teletubbies? It's what? One of the early Teletubbies. Uh, no, uh, I don't uh, think so. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> in, All right, I'll give you... I'll that was a really good joke. Sorry, Ben. No, it was no, a slow burner, that one. That was really 15 good. seconds to catch up, and then no, we're all going to laugh at the same Kirby time. Laughed. It was the way <laughs> Kirby laughed at you that I was laughing at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still reading Anna Karenina. I'm almost done. Oh, and I'm reading doing? something. How are you doing with it? Uh, I'm still fascinated by it because, again, you know, I, I read it decades ago, so I didn't remember all the different storylines that are actually in the book. So uh, it I'm, weaves together nicely towards the end, doesn't it? Just sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of know what's coming, so I'm kind of dreading the end. But anyway, um, and on uh, Big Finish, I've been listening to uh, a series of stories put up at, for the Sixth Doctor. Um, the album is called Purity Undreamed. Um, the stories are interesting, um, and they, they have uh, Bonnie Langford in them, and I always love Bonnie Langford, so I'm happy to listen to her. I'm listening to some Gallifrey stories. Um, I've kind of gone back to the beginning, and I'm on to the third one from the beginning. It's called The Inquiry, and it's just really interesting to hear um, Romana be so different because she's the president of Gallifrey in these and she's very commanding and very, um, you know, authoritative and not at all, you know, like she was when she was with the fourth doctor. Um, and, uh, Leela is in them because, uh, they work together on a lot of things. Um, but that's, that's about it for me. Well, that's, um, acceptable. I, I, I have been reading some stuff. Okay, well, that's, that's sort of what we are supposed to be talking about. I did mention yeah. that I'm currently um, reading, listening to Sarah Millican, that's your cousin, Sarah, <laughs> uh, Sarah Killip, uh, uh, autobiography. Uh, yeah. Well, my, my current, I, I do have bathroom reading, something I read. Oh, do I oh, dread to think what that is? <laughs> and, and, well, I'm, I've been moving my way through uh, a, a reread of The Lord of the Rings, and yeah. I've almost finished... <laughs> 
almost finished the two towers, so moving right along there. I also <laughs> ordered I also ordered and received the other two Tin Tin uh, graphic novels that are among, with the which are the three <laughs> that were made into the movie ten years ago. Well, thank you very much. Very much. I'm, I've I'm also been. I've, I've moved into the world of uh, of audio books. I've been reading audio books this week. Uh, that some of them are really short because I've only got like six words on the cover. So uh, that's how you read an audio book, oh, Adam. Jesus Christ! <laughs> right then, in the I've live. I've been rereading Murder on the Murder on the Orient Express again. I love that book. Now, when you say reading, do you mean listening to or have you watched the film, but you call it reading just because... No, you know, I have that's, a that's... physical book, and for some reason my cat Apollo scared of the book, which is... So, like, oh, it's... so you've actually been reading something. <clears throat> yes, most of my house is library. Ah, a excuse book. Me. Excuse <laughs> me, excuse me, excuse so me. read books, not listen to them. Right. Yeah, it counts. <laughs> we had this bickerment last time. Excuse <laughs> me. I'm prepared to continue continue it on for, for months until I'm Am I still here? <laughs> Hello? Our, our non-fiction is in Dewey Decimal Order. Hello? Hi! Good. I, 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 thought, I thought there was something wrong with my audio. Right, stuff oh, coming through is. on the live feed. Be quiet. Stuff coming through on the live feed. Um, are we, did we do, do Ben is looking forward to the colour? Have we done that one? Um, Alan T. Butcher, the target novelisation of the Romans audio book is out now. It is an epistolary novel so all the letters are read by separate actors according to the characters writing them dan starkey does a great first doctor apparently and um i'm talking about watch uh, what we um have been watching this week we have an expert here who's now going to tell us advise us what's the best thing to um watch and sort of please sit down and uh, the show is yours. Oh, no. don't we, you don't know what we've been talking about, so you might be talking about stuff that we've already seen, or some of them might have seen, but I know you're the expert, and you can really recommend some good stuff to watch. Um, <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I saw two films this week. Actually, no, three, that's a lie. Um, I saw... <laughs> oh, God, no, so seriously, we can't have liars on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, first film I saw was Megan, the new... Oh, yeah, how was that? I mean, it's exactly what I expected it to be, a cheesy, like, horror film about an android that takes And it's exactly what it said on the tip. like Child's Play. It's literally... Yeah, I was going to say, is it like the Chucky doll thing? No. No? No, I wouldn't say it's, like, Chucky. I mean, except she can quite literally be destroyed. (laughs) Um... But no, I. It was okay. I mean, it was exactly what I expected it to be. Is there a spoiler there? Yeah, I'm very sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Might have detected a small one. (laughs) Um, and say as well, I saw the Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. I thought it was absolutely terrible. Is that with somebody who loves you? (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad you laughed. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was, it was a very bad film. It was just it very badly edited, um, a lot of blanks, and it didn't really tell Whitney Houston's story. It was a bit backwards and forwards, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But the music was great. Oh, yeah, of course. Whitney Houston's music is mwah. But the film was terrible and definitely didn't live up to the legacy of her. So, um 
And as well, last to top it off, I saw Puss in Boots, The Last oh, Wish. Oh, yeah. I want to watch that. Where did you see that? Illegal websites. Oh, <laughs> I want to see that. It's... <laughs> absolutely amazing and it's worth the hype it's so probably my favorite it was film. worth every penny you paid for oh it. yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I, honestly I, I will go to cinema to see it because it, it's just so good i'd love to watch it again like i didn't expect to yeah, like hold it on. you don't need to pay for it because you've oh sorry no, i don't need no, to pay, pay for it she's got she's got cine world um cine world no but i'll likely pay for gibby because oh. <laughs> yeah um it was just so good, and I'm glad DreamWorks is getting their comeback. Because <laughs> DreamWorks is a great, is great. So that's the film side. I think. What about telly? Uh, stuff you may have been watching on streaming for some reason. You haven't got what you're watching anything. Um. Well, right now, I mean, me and Mum just watched the first couple episodes of Welcome to Chippendale, and like. At the moment it's like really good like we are really enjoying it at the, mo- at the moment but like don't know what's to come but yeah that's that's kind of what we've been it. watching really <laughs> it's not been a lot streaming wise mm. on so yeah that's pretty much it so what are you lined up to watch next then um fablemans oh yes i'm looking forward to seeing that um babylon when it comes out on yeah. the illegal website because oh. <laughs> i'm not allowed to watch it yet <laughs> Um, any, any police people that are, that are listening in, take no notice. <laughs> yeah, just I, ignore. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to, to be honest, there's a lot of films coming out this this year that I'm very excited for. So Benny the Tap. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Benny the Tap. I'm looking Benny for... the Tap. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's a film about a bloke uh, who's who's a tap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Yeah, it's a film about a bear on cocaine. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> I believe the bear accidentally ate some. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm and they so just like happened for to it. have a film crew there. Yeah. And he no. Accidentally ate. No, the, the the actual bear is has been stuffed and it's in a museum someplace. Yeah. Oh, oh no. I did yeah. forget yeah. to mention yeah. that I'd seen that yeah. film. Is it Strange World? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did watch Strange World. I might mention that last week. So yeah, I mentioned it last week because I saw it the week before. Oh, you saw it the week before. Yeah, I enjoyed Strange World. Yeah, I watched, it, I watched a film. I watched a film. I think it was called The Core. Uh, and it was really cheesy from the early 2000s. Yeah, no, and about, I, I remember the core. <laughs> it's, it's where the, the Earth's core stopped spinning yep. and they had to bury down through the Earth. And it was... God. It was very... Cheesy. Yes, it was, and it fills an hour and a half on Saturday yeah. evening, which, which incidentally, I'll never get back. <laughs> so I'm looking forward that's to seeing I, Babylon. That's how I felt with the Whitney Houston film. Okay, but the music was it. felt on an illegal streaming felt website. felt longer than two hours. Go for the to the Whitney film. Like it was. Other things I I've been doing instead of watching films and stuff is I'm now using my Meta Oculus. Quest 2 a lot more than I have since I got it last April. Uh, I'm using it for exercising and I'm playing miniature golf on it and uh, playing a, a Angry Pigs in yeah. 3D. Angry Pigs? Uh, I thought it was, angry. It was a spin-off it, from Angry Birds, isn't it? Uh, 
Okay, you're right. It's Angry Birds. It's, it, you're 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 killing the pigs. It's Angry Birds and really annoyed pigs. That's what yeah. You're yeah. So I'm playing. And I'm also exploring the world because I found a. There was a sale at the beginning of the year where you could buy some of the apps, which were I'd consider too expensive. Where you can basically go in and use it in uh, Google Earth. And go anywhere and look around in 360. Can you go to 1972? What? what? Oh, you said you could go anywhere. <laughs> Why specifically 1972? Why not? Fair enough. <laughs> it's not a TARDIS. Oh, and, and, and since, since Izzy's there, yep. you know, I go back and I listen to the uh, old podcast of us. Oh, no. One thing to get you out of the room, I And she was, when we were talking about uh, the Almost People, she was trying out almost a new catchphrase. You were insisting that people raise their hands before they talk. <laughs> oh, that worked. No, that worked. <laughs> we, should, we should re-implement that. Did I, I mention that would work too well in audio <laughs> presentation? sat here the whole time. <laughs> Complete silence for two and a half hours. No, no, with, 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 with Alicia and Adam, you, you, she would interrupt and go, you have to raise your hand first. <laughs> I'm sorry if you can hear that. I've got the window slightly open. There's a fox screaming. Right, anyway, we're going to go in a minute. Um, oh, so, everyone just listen for the fox screaming. All right. When you normally hear it's foxes... It's now. It's usually because <laughs> they're doing something rude. Anyway, um, yeah, yes. so, uh, latest or, news... Or... Well, not and just oh, screaming for the sake of it. They're just screaming because that's how they park when they're pissing with each much, other. Are we recording next week? week? If you watch anything next week, please come and tell us about it. Right there. Are we recording next it's a week? Um, I'll just measure it. If it, I, it is getting worse, Isabella. We're just discussing what, the crack in my... What are you measuring front. and what's getting worse? The crack in my wall we, the, okay. they, where the severe <laughs> subsidence and the house is literally falling down. Hang on, let's Oh, I shouldn't laugh, sorry. It, yeah, it does give you that impression, but no, it's exactly the same. It has been all week. Uh, yeah, so we, we've got... Um, it's got to be... Have some things done to the it house up a bit. To, to stop it from falling over, because it's the... Cr- I've set, put the, posted the crack on uh, the Trading Bagelbot page to show how bad it is. It, it's been on the outside for quite a few years, but now it, it's developed very quickly on the inside of the house. It's, it's rather alarming goes diagonally from the top left-hand corner right to the middle of the wall and uh yes i'm but don't you have houses like on growing. either side which are holding the house up i've got what <laughs> got what houses no it's an end of terrace house anyway right so um what we got um, so basically Ian Kirby, Kirk. in answer to your question no we're not recording next week because adam's house <laughs> <Yeah. will> <laughs> hopefully it won't ian kirk says i have seen i want to dance with somebody i think that when her drug use came up they could have used the line houston we have a problem for god's sake ian um right so last bit is of course um as some of you may or may not have seen the announcement that fantasy con 2023 is on the 21st of october at medina leisure center and um, that's about it, really. As I was going to say, we, uh, the, the organisation team of myself, Deb, Roy and Mick did a video uh, novel thing, isn't it? A social media announcement and more that's things not, to follow not. in relation to that from now on. Um, so it's just uh, just saying that's when it is. So it's all booked. And uh, things will you know, grow from that. We don't know quite who's going to be there, but... Um, 
I presume yeah. I'll be. From now on, there will be stuff there. Well, at least us four will be there. Just gonna say. Oh, yeah, we, uh, we, I do plan to have the, turn the, uh, the Doctor Who zone into something a bit of a celebration of the, the, the uh, 60th anniversary. But uh, how much of an, a celebration it is depends on who we can get. So, uh, hopefully Alan T. Butch will rock up to it this time, because it certainly wasn't the same without him, was it, Deb? Oh, okay, fair enough. Maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, next week, we're going to be... Uh, Looking at a, a Doctor Who story, title of which views me. Is this something to do with um, Good Man Goes to War? Good Man Goes to War. Where we, this is where we meet Strax, isn't it? If I remember rightly. Correct. Yeah. Um, and uh, things start coming together in, in the storyline of uh, Who the Baby Is. At last, it's only taken four seasons. Yeah. And uh, so, is it a one-part story, Kirby? Please remind me. Yes. Yes, they're all right. one-part stories till the end. Yeah, so there we are. That's what we're going to be doing next time. So, um, same time. We are are recording on the 22nd. I believe so. I'm just check. I'll just check my diary. My busy schedule. Yes, the 22nd is free to do some podcasting. Yeah, we've we've decided we are not going to go to Chinese New Year this year either. Uh, It is Chinese New Year, though, is the 22nd. It's the year of the rabbit, by the way. That's the one from Monty Python. Yes. So it's a very fertile year if you if you or, or it's the one from Watership Down that gets it right <laughs> at the beginning of the film. So it's quite well, it's quite well, ironic it's in some very ways. Short year. If it's the year of the rabbit and that's a year of, of fertility, that that's the year that hopefully, fingers crossed, Alicia's baby is going to be born. So there you go. Just going for it again. Going for what again? Naughty. Yeah, don't say anything. Shh. It's nine weeks she is now. So. Shh. When this people actually notice, I delayed <laughs> last week's podcast for this there. week to get to give it an extra week to towards the um, announcement zone, the official announcement zone. You, you Very excited. Grab a tar- Deb is buying. Grab a Deb is buying and, things and, left, and right, and centre for this it. this baby. By the way. And it's about Alicia's buying very, very cheap things uh, from second-hand shops for the baby. She's got so many good things from the for the from the very nearby second-hand charity shop that we won't need to buy her anything. You know, she's got cool. cots and bedding and all sorts of stuff. Uh, Moses baskets. I think she's quite into the idea now. You'd hope so. Couldn't it? Anyway, so until next time, thank you for listening, watching and taking part in the show. Please continue to do so in the usual means. Goodbye. Goodbye, fancy pants. Bye. Will somebody please think of the shoes?
20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast is an APV Services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk, lavazi.co.uk. We are a proud member of the Doctor Who podcast alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended. Sorry, I got a break wind. That was better. I've been holding on to that. Too <laughs> oh my gosh. So-